She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of She Loves Herself podcast. My name is Jill Ritchie, and I'm your host of this podcast. (laughs) And um, yeah, I feel really called to talk about something today that has been coming up for quite a few people who have sent me some messages around grief and I really wanted to touch on this and before I go into it what I do want to say is that you know when you've if you've listened to any episodes in this season um you know the solo episodes or the one with guests what we're always trying to get our point across here is that your journey is just that it's your journey and it is unique to you and grief is not it's not linear no one can tell you how you should feel or how you should be or how long you should give it all they can do is give you advice and that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is to to share my experience um and to give you advice and support and 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 the hope that maybe there's some little nuggets that you take from this and it gives you hope uh, or even maybe inspires you a little to give yourself permission to perhaps look at grief differently or approach or move through your own journey a little bit differently and so today i want to talk about moving on okay now not in the when are you going to move on now you've you know when you're going to move past this it's actually about moving on and and moving through and living with grief because for me um I don't I don't think it will ever fully leave me you know my life has changed it's changed in so many ways you know this morning for example I was just I was up this morning and I was sitting with my cup of coffee and I always sit like since my mum passed away, particularly this year, as I've come into this year, I've sat on this um, dining table that I have. So if you can imagine, it's like this big sort of dining table we have in this area in our house at the top of our stairs. We've got one of those upside down houses, right? It's a bit strange for people when they come in. <clears throat> so our bedrooms are downstairs in our living area, our kitchen, and uh, uh, our kitchen and our um, dining and our um, office and our living area is all upstairs. So, um, you know, we live on a hill, just in case anyone was wondering. So it does work. <laughs> we live on a hill. But when I get up in the morning, I like to to sit with my coffee on top of the dining table and look out, you know, at the window and Often, you know, because it's dark right now, I can see the moon. Um, And right in front of me is this, um, it's almost like um, an ornament, but it hangs, it hangs, and it's this sort of shape of an angel. And it says on it, you know, um, about my mum and um, that she's this angel and she's this guide and she's always with me and watching over me. And so when I look at that, I feel like this is this invitation for me to connect with her. And it's really still in the house. You know, everyone is still sleeping and it's really, really quiet. 
And that's my cue almost to just be and connect with her and speak to her. And so this morning I was speaking to her and I was telling her how much I miss her. And I noticed that my energy started to change. It started to get quite emotional. So I got up this morning, did my meditation, set my intentions. um, And I was ready to sort of really go into my day like, yes, come on, let's go. And then I, I connected with that. And I did start to feel my energy shift into that space of sadness um, and upset and remembering fully that she's not here now and how much I missed her. And I was talking to her and then it brought back memories of, you know, the last few months of her life and particularly the last few weeks and the last picture that I got taken with her before she died. And how poorly she was. And I just felt so sad. And I, my eyes started to fill with tears. And I just thought, oh, now I feel, now I feel really shit. <laughs> now I feel really shit. Like, I actually felt really good. But, you know, you know, it's okay, right? Because this is the, this is grief. <laughs> you know, we have those moments. And what I did do was allowed myself those moments but why didn't do? And it's not that I didn't allow myself. Well, I guess, did I? Did I not allow myself? Now I'm thinking about it. Did I stop myself? I, I guess I kind of did. I honoured my emotions. I honoured my connection and my conversation. Well, it wasn't really a conversation. It was really just me talking to myself, but talking to her and feeling her energy, which I did. I honoured that. But what I didn't do was allow myself to feel like that all day because I could feel myself getting really sad and quite easily I could go into a space where I could have cried and cried. And maybe I wouldn't have, you know, maybe I wouldn't have cried and cried. Maybe I would have just, you know, felt what I felt. But I I allowed myself sort of a good 15 minutes there just to connect with her. And it's important for me to feel her to connect with her, but not to live in the grief. Because I know for sure and with absolute certainty that she wouldn't want me to. Um, and this is how powerful our thoughts can be. Because when we think a thought, and I've shared this before on the podcast, when we think a thought, you know, we have like 15 seconds until an emotion starts to become attached to that thought. And then when we start to attach an emotion to that thought, another like-minded thought attaches onto that thought, which creates a even bigger emotion. And then another thought, and then another emotion. And so this is why it can work really well for us when we are trying to visualize our our day and our future and, and all of the things that we want to feel and that we want to manifest. This is really powerful because it becomes a dominant thought and it's the emotion and the energy that attaches to the thought like the feeling that creates the manifestation but if I had sat in that for too long I could have really created a very different day than what I'm having right now um 
that is not me sitting here saying that I am blocking anything. I'm not willing to feel it. Absolutely not. I miss my mum every single day. And I shared on the podcast episode that was just out with Gemma Mern on Friday there that, you know, sometimes I wake up and I forget, you know, I forget. And it is really not for long, like I forget and then, you know, I'm up for about 10 minutes and then I remember. But that's the truth. You know, people might listen to that and say, how can you forget? It should be the first thing you're thinking about. No, it it shouldn't. And my mum would not want that. You know, if it's consuming you and it's the first thing you're thinking about every day and you've been feeling like this for like like months and months and months, years and years, then I I really want to hold space for you and honour you. But I also want to support you and tell you that it is okay to be happy, that it is okay to grieve and have joy and create and be all that you can be in this lifetime whilst grieving. You can do it simultaneously. It doesn't need to be one or the other. It can be both. You can have joy and then remember that person and hold them, you know, hold them tightly, connect with them, feel them deeply. Give yourself permission to say, you know, I feel like I've been, you know, really in the happy space right now and that's okay. And all day I felt really good about my future. And if guilt starts to come in, just catch it. There's no need to feel guilty. If you feel you want to connect with the energy of that person that's passed, create space to do that. And you don't need to live in it though. You don't need to live in it. For sure, that person that's no longer with you wouldn't want that. You can still talk about them. You can take them with you wherever you go. I always talk about my mum. You know, I think even though she's not here physically, God, her her legacy and what she left and who she is, I have so much admiration for that woman. I have never known anyone like my mum. She's just, wow. The gift that she gave us and everyone that knew her needs to be honoured. We need to you know, take her legacy with us. And when we stop talking about them, that's when they're really gone. You know, who's going to tell her story? That's my job. That's my sister's job to keep her energy and her spirit with us. You know, not to not think that we can't talk about her or that we want to talk too much about it and sit in the the sadness all the time, that that doesn't work either because we have a life to live, you know? Um, and my mum raised my sister and I to be strong women and live and be the best that we can be. So, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And I have really felt something has shifted as I've come into this year and I feel like I'm ready to level up 
Um, and that's not me sitting here saying, oh, I'm chasing the next thing. I'm not fucking interested in that. That isn't it. This is about creating and leaving my own legacy. Inspiring my children the way my mum inspired me. And it's like I'm 43 next month. The last, you know, I've been doing this for five years. I left corporate at 38 and never, you know, I'm looking at my vision board right now and it reminds me of the first vision board I did five years ago. And that vision board, I'm living that vision board. I'm actually in my vision board right now. Everything on that vision board has come true because it was in true alignment with me and I did the work and I continue to do the work we peel back the layers and all of the things that stop us and block us from really believing that we can create something incredible for our life and for our future generations that are coming after us you know our children their children you know for me, I actually sit here now and I feel like I have a duty to the women that came before me, to my gran, to her mum, to my mum, to my children. I want to leave a legacy, not from an ego perspective, but because that's what I'm here to do. That, that's my mission and I believe that's my soul's mission. I know there's going to be a struggle this year. I know there's going to be a shake-up. I know that as I move into other spaces and level up and create what I know I'm here to create this year and next year and the year after that, because what I'm looking to create this year is a legacy. It's not just something that it's a flash in the pan and it's gone. This is sustainable transformation and it is inspiring, supporting, and working with men and women all over the world. And it's going to take me massively out of my comfort zone. But I cannot, I cannot get to end of life. Now, no one knows when their time's up, right? We are, this is a gift. And you might listen to this and think, no, I'm, you know, I feel like shit, like seriously, I want you to flip the switch on where you're at right now. And I know life can feel challenging. I know how tough it can be. And I know how absolutely on your knees you can feel when you feel like shit. And allow that to move through you. Do what you need to do. Get the support that you, you need to get because you are here and you have a mission. And I know that I cannot get to end of life and look back and wish that I'd done it differently or regret not doing that thing I wanted to do. I can't, I cannot do it. It's my biggest fear. It has been for years and it even is more so now. If I can't do it, then who's going to do it? You know, I think like in my generation and generations, you know, my kids, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? You know, so I take so much strength from 42 years of being my mum's daughter and everything that she taught me about strength, 
courage, integrity, compassion, and I am taking it with me and I am being, being it, being it. And if that means that I need to, I'm going to say in inverted commas, sacrifice a few things like nights out or, you know, watching box sets on Netflix, by the way, I love all that. But my mission right now is bigger than that. My mission right now is bigger than that. And yes, there's balance. Yes, it is important. But my mission, I cannot tell you what I feel in my gut, what I feel in every single cell of my being when I look at my vision board right now and I feel it, I feel it. And it is with certainty that I need to make this happen because it's bigger than me. It's way bigger than me. And I'll do what I need to do to make it happen whilst also having balance. And I encourage you to do the same, to really check in. This isn't about like being in the, the hustle and being in the masculine and go, go, go. I am not fucking interested in that either, by the way. This is about polarity. This is about balance. This is about, you know, taking those pauses, connecting to yourself and deeply feeling internally what your mission is in this lifetime. What are you here to do? doesn't matter that you're scared and that you think, oh, I can't because I don't know X, Y, and Z. No, no, forget about all of that. What do you feel that you are here to do? And everything that you've been through in your lifetime, how can you take everything that you've been through, everything that you've learned, everything that shaped you and challenged you and brought you to your knees at points, how can you take that and change and make a change in the world, make an impact? Even if it's small, if it's influencing one person or 100 or 100,000 people, it doesn't matter. If you can impact one person's life, that is absolute gold. And it's time, it's time to rise up. It's time to, to say, you know, no more. I am here. I am living. I am alive. And yes, this is challenging. Yes, this is hard. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to feel my feelings. I'm going to honor every single emotion that I feel in my body. I'm going to honor it. I'm not going to neglect any part of me. I'm going to lean into shame. I'm going to lean into anger and I'm going to feel it. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it in love. I'm going to forgive myself and I'm still going to move forward. I'm still going to move forward with integrity and with my mission that is so true to me. And when you get clear on that and you start to create habits around that, habits that serve you, you're unstoppable. And just feel into that right now. If you're struggling with that and you live in the West Lothian area, this week, this Saturday, the 28th, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m., Jenny Smith and I are running a one-day retreat. Well, it's kind of like a four-hour retreat. <laughs> and we're going to drink cacao and we're going to take you into your heart space so that you can heal and you can feel what your mission is and you can start to embody that and you can start to move forward and create the vision board that is so true to you that when you feel it, 
you just know it's done. It's done. So if you're around, tickets are £50. I'll drop the link in the show notes. If you don't live near me, don't worry. I have the Empowered Women programme. This is my signature programme. You will work deeply with me. You will be coached by me every week. This is a 14-week programme. There are lessons that you will work through, um, that you will learn. There's teachings. You'll do it every week. We do have some integration weeks as well. We start it on the 18th, Thursday, the 18th of February. It's 14 weeks. There's going to be probably around 11 coaching calls in total. Um, with, you know, you're going to have some integration weeks, you're going to be doing all the lessons in real time, you will be coached in real time. It's not for the faint hearted, but it's a life changing program. Um, and we do have an in person one day event at the end of this as well. So if you're ready, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes, please reach out to me, we just have a couple of spaces left. It's a really beautiful, sacred space to transform. So guys, go and have a gorgeous Monday. I've got another beautiful guest on this Friday. Um, and then we have the following week. And then we're done with season seven complete. I'm really proud of this season. So yeah, I love it. Um, love to each and every one of you. Have a gorgeous week. And I'll see you all soon.